Syracuse University women's basketball team is looking for a record crowd to come out to the Carrier Dome on Sunday, January 21st for their matchup with Pittsburgh. Whether they break a record or not, the crowd will be treated to Coach Quinton Hillsman's Australian import. Tiana Mungakaihia nearly set a Syracuse record with 44 points in a single game earlier this season, is leading the Orange in scoring at just over 17 points per game and leads the nation in assists at just over 10 per game. How did Tiana arrive from the beaches of her hometown, down under, to snowy Syracuse, New York? And what did a stop in Kansas have to do with it? Who are the big basketball influences in Australia? And how did growing up with five brothers shape her competitive drive? Tiana Mungakaihia is this week's guest on the Syracuse Sports Podcast. Presented by the Bill Rapp Superstore. Those diehard Syracuse fans have kept our community driving for more than 60 years thanks to game-winning deals on new and pre-owned vehicles. Bleed orange, save green at the Bill Rapp Superstore. Always a great deal. Always the smart choice. Shop online at BillRapp.com. Now, the Rapp family can't guarantee that every new vehicle comes in orange, but they can guarantee 100% satisfaction. So, Tiana, we, we got to start here. How, how does someone arrive in Syracuse, New York, to play basketball for Coach Q from Australia? What, what was that path like for you? Um, it was a lot of work, first of all, but, you know, it's been great being here. And um, a lot of people um, helped me get to where I am now. So, yeah. Who were some of the main people that, that helped you get here to Syracuse? Uh, definitely my Hutchinson Community College coaches uh, who recruited me from Australia. Um, yeah, I was there for two years before I came to Syracuse. So. Hutchinson Community College in Kansas. Was, was that your first experience in the U.S.? Yes, that was. Um, and I loved it so much. Uh, I loved it. It was great. How did your coaches find you? You know, a community college in Kansas, and they're, and they're, you know, you never know where recruiting can take you. Any coach could tell you that. So how did, how did that connection get made from the middle of the country to, to Australia, and what was that recruiting process like? Yeah, so uh, my friend Kalani Purcell, who um, she went on to play at BYU in um, Utah, she played in Australia with me, and then she really wanted to go to college growing up, so... She went to Hutchinson Community College, and then when she graduated there, she let them coaches know about me, and then they contacted me. And at that stage, I wasn't really sure if I wanted to go to college or not. Um, my dad really wanted me to go, and he pushed me a lot. So I took the opportunity, and um, it was a good opportunity, and I'm glad I took it. So you're here at Syracuse, and you're playing in the ACC, and you're seeing how competitive that is. What is it like in the league you played in with Hutchinson? Was that competitive basketball? Or take me through that. Um, well, at Hutchinson, like I couldn't actually play there. I was ineligible, so I didn't play for two years before coming to Syracuse. Um, and at the time, the coaches, when they were recruiting me, they obviously thought that I was going to be able to play um, but yeah, when I found out that I couldn't play, they asked me if I wanted to stay and work out and they'll help me get to the next level or if I wanted to go home. And, uh, at that stage, I thought 
you know, I'll just stay and practice and work on my game with them. And hopefully they'll be able to get me to a uh, Division One school, so I trusted in them. I was going to say that must have been frustrating to, to you know, to go through that. You're you're practicing, you're playing, but you're not eligible to play, and that had to take a lot of patience on your part. How did you get through that? It was extremely hard. Uh, I think the second year was harder than the first because I have to do it all over again. Um, but you know, the coaches reminded me, you know, there's a bigger picture to it all, and. Um, I just have to be patient and my time will come. So you uh, get recruited to come here to Syracuse and you arrive. I'm curious, as somebody who is from Australia, had you heard of Syracuse, New York, before Coach Q reached out? Yes, I had heard of them. Um, But when I was in Australia, I heard of them, but it wasn't like a lot about them. I just knew of them. What did you know about Syracuse before uh, you got involved with the program? Um, that it snowed a lot. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. But, it, yeah, uh, <laughs> that it was cold and that it snowed and... Yeah. It's one of two things, Tiana. It's either snow or Jim Beheim. That's usually the two ways yeah, people know about Syracuse, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, speaking of which, uh, I don't know how much it snows where you're from in Australia. Have you gotten used to the uh, Syracuse winters yet? Uh, it doesn't snow where I'm from at all, and I had never seen snow before, but um, it's hard. <laughs> it's, I don't think I'll ever get used to it, but, you know, <laughs> I'm coping, and it's fine. I mean, it's not a big deal. <laughs> Especially, you know, it's, it's summer at home right now, right? I heard it's pretty hot yeah. in Australia right now, even for yeah. you know, a typical summer, right? Yeah, it's really hot. It's it's sad looking at Facebook and Snapchat and seeing all my friends at the beach. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but you're at the beach. We're actually talking today on Thursday before you guys uh, play Miami, so at least you're getting a little <laughs> flavor of uh, the yeah. warm weather in the U.S., right? So that that's yeah. what uh, being on a basketball team could do. It could take you on some adventures mm-hmm. like that. Right. Tia- Tiana, so you're from, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Meadowbrook, Australia, which is in Queensland, right? <laughs> Yes, yeah, it's in Brisbane, Queensland, yeah. What's it like up there? Uh, Where I'm from, I live on the beach, it's sunny, Um, the winter isn't very winterish compared to here, Um, but yeah, I love it, it's a city, like Brisbane is a city of about 2 million people, so yeah. I, uh, I have the experience, I went to Melbourne, now this was like 20 years ago. And mm-hmm. I, I loved it. And, and I got to tell you, Tiana, the biggest impression I took away from being in Melbourne, Australia, was, yeah. and you, you, you correct me if I'm wrong here, if this is just a cliche, but that okay. no that no worries thing, like, that really stuck oh, out yeah, to no me. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> That's how people are. They just were so relaxed and so nice. And I just, I, the, my favorite part about it was definitely the people. There's There's no question yeah. about it. Yeah, I feel the same. You know, when my parents came over here, um, they were talking to people that, you know, they didn't know, just in the store. And it's different It's different for me to see that because you don't see that often over here. Like back home, if you're in the store, just, you know, and you see someone, you're talking about something, you don't see that over here much. I just remembered a term from my time in Australia, by the way. I don't know if this is a thing up where you are, but when I was in Melbourne, they have milk mm-hmm. bars. Do you have milk bars up in, in up in Brisbane? Is that a thing? Um, like 
know. Like they call it the convenience store. Like if you like here. Oh yeah, yeah. convenience store. Yeah, they yeah. call it the milk bar. Yeah, you, oh really? <laughs> yeah, I thought that was so unique. Yeah, must I, be a Melbourne I, thing, I guess. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> so you, uh, I, I saw you have five brothers. Is that correct? Yeah. Oh yeah. Four older and one younger. What's that like? Are you the only girl in the family? Yeah, I'm the only girl. I love it. Um, they love me so much. <laughs> so, good. so um, yeah. Is that why you played basketball, or do your brothers play basketball? Or how did you How did you get yeah. into it? What was the main emphasis to get you playing hoops? Uh, yeah, my brothers played it growing up, and mom and dad wanted to put us all in the same sport so that they didn't have to like travel to different places on a Saturday. Um, so that's really why I played it because they played it. How competitive were those games that you, you played with your brothers, or maybe even still play? Uh, yeah, very competitive. Yeah, we still play. Like when I go home, like we'll play one on one and like continuous, but it's very competitive. So that's the family aspect of it. You know, growing up in Australia, who are, are the big names basketball wise that, that people look up to, both men and women? Yeah, so women, it's Lauren Jackson, Penny Taylor. Um, they're probably the main two. Um, and then men, uh, well, for me, it's Andrew Bogut, Patty Mills. Uh, well, now it's Ben Simmons. So, yeah, they're the kinds of people that all the Australians look up to. It really seems in the last, boy, you mentioned Ben Simmons and some names. They're really the last maybe 15, 20 years. There's been a lot of players that are making their way into both the NBA and the WNBA <laughs> from Australia. Yeah. Yeah, it's great to see. Um, it's great to see that it's developing uh, in Australia. So. Tiana, uh, so you guys are, are going through the season here, and you, you've, you, we're, we're talking here before you play Miami, and you've got a big game coming up against Pittsburgh as well mm-hmm. on Sunday. They want to get into. I want. I want to go back a couple games though, because in a recent matchup against Georgia Tech, you had forty-four mm-hmm. points in a game, and that nearly set a Syracuse record. Take me back yeah. to that game. What was flowing that day for you? Um. Everything really. <laughs> no, <laughs> Sounds um, like it. Yeah. Yeah. So coach was just pretty much telling me to attack the basket, and so you know I was doing that, and it was working for me well. Um. So yeah, I think that's the main thing. Just that attack mode, and um, listening and trusting in uh, what he wanted me to do. Is twenty eighteen going to be the year? This is the year you're going to quit smoking. You're going to lose weight. You're going to stick to that New Year's resolution and make it happen. I believe in you. Now, 2018 may be New Year, new car time. It is for me. Brought it up earlier. I cannot believe it. I looked at my odometer the other day, 97,000 miles. Okay, 2018 is going to be the year. If you're like me and you're looking for new, you're looking for trade, you want to calculate your payments online, Credit approved, an all-star shopping experience. Go in, talk a little SU hoops. Talking about my friends, Brian and Bruce Rapp, at the Bill Rapp Superstore. Check it out online, BillRapp.com. New Subarus, Buicks, GMCs, pre-owned vehicles as well. You've got options. It's a new year. Why don't you treat yourself and get that car? Bill Rapp Superstore, BillRapp.com. New year, new car, make it happen. 
So you scored 44 that night. You're averaging 17 points per game, but you're also uh, near the top of the country in assists. So you're certainly somebody who likes to distribute the basketball. Do you have to have a certain mind frame to really set up your teammates mm-hmm. and to spot open teammates? Like, where do you put yourself there and, and being able to really distribute the basketball as much as you do? Uh, well, growing up, I was definitely more of um, I am more of a passing point guard than a scorer. Um, I think that I can score, but it's not first nature. Passing is first nature to me. Um, so I, it just comes naturally, I guess. Uh, just when I see someone in a better position um, than me, I'll kick it to them. But, yeah, I'm not sure. Tiana, uh, i got to break a rule here because I know you guys take it one game at a time. But I want to skip uh-huh. ahead to Sunday because there's a real big push to set a record at the Dome uh-huh. on Sunday. They want a really big crowd to come out and, and watch you guys play. What would it mean for, for you and the team to have you know, a big, vocal, 12,000, 13,000 people crowd watching that game for you on Sunday at the Dome? Yeah, um, it'll mean so much. Uh, you know, playing in the past games at Notre Dame, you know, they have a fantastic crowd and it's just a great experience to play in front of um, the community and um, it'll be great for uh, everyone to come out and support us. It's just a different atmosphere. It's a different feeling. You know, when the game's close, it's just uh, more exciting. So, you know, it would be fantastic for everyone to come out to that. What were your first impressions when you uh, first uh, played and stepped foot and, and took in the Carrier Dome? Uh, it's really big. The rooms looked small. <laughs> but, no, um, it was great. You know, uh, the whole facilities here at Syracuse are amazing. So, yeah. Yeah, you guys, the, the Carmelo Anthony Center, you can, you can pretty much punch in and play whenever you want, right? You just swipe the card and at 2 o'clock in the morning, you want to yeah. play basketball, you can go over and do it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah we can do that. <laughs> What's it like uh, playing for Coach Q? Because he's, uh, he's, first of all, he's a great dresser. We always like to see, uh, you know, <laughs> what's what Sudi's sporting that day. But very energetic yeah. coach. And, you know, that really spills over because you guys play with a lot of energy and a fast pace. And, you know, that really starts with Coach Q, doesn't it? Yeah. His, the, the way he likes um, t- the way he likes us to play is fits into all of us. You know, we like to uh, push the ball, run in transition, and um, press. So um, it fits with most, like most of the girls on the team. That's how we enjoy to play. So it's really good for us. I know right now uh, you're sporting the goggles. Uh, how much longer are you going to have to wear those things? I know they're not your favorite thing in the world, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't have to wear them anymore. Oh, good. So we're done <laughs> with that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that must be a relief for you. You know, it, it's funny yeah. when you see when players have to do that, and sometimes you see the masks or some things that players mm-hmm. have to wear. I mean, that's an adjustment, though, isn't it, to all of a sudden yeah. have to, to play with something that you're not used to? Yeah, it's very hard. It's it's hard to get used to. Well, we're, uh, we're happy for you that you don't have to wear them anymore because it means your injury yeah. is getting better as well. So, uh-huh. Tiana, you know, we mentioned Coach Q and, and this team and, and what Sunday would mean, and you guys got a game against Miami here, but let, let's think big picture here. When you guys are at your best, do you have a goal for this team? What, what do you think this team is capable of here as we really start to get in the heart of ACC play, and, and, and what road you guys think you can go down? Um, you know, 
every day we work so hard. Um, we all have a common goal, which is, you know, NCAA tournament, championship game, uh, to potentially win the NCAA tournament. That's, that's our, everyone's common goal, uh, which is a great goal to have, you know. Uh, we, w- we want nothing but the best, so... You have a goal to do that here. You know, what would be kind of the equivalent for you? I know you've played some international basketball, right, under-19 mm-hmm. FIBA basketball. That's got to be great experience. Yeah. But what would be, let's say you're in Australia, what would be the ultimate mm-hmm. basketball goal there? What's like the equivalent of our NCAA tournament or, or something like that? Well, for this age group, uh, so from 18 to 22, it would be at that point most players are playing in the WNBL, which is the professional league over there. So it would be winning the WNBL. Um, but before, like in high school, it would be a uh, national championship uh, for your state. So state championship. Tiana, uh, listen, it's been a pleasure to talk to you. We wish you best of luck. It's just so unique to see players come from all over the place and arrive here in Syracuse, New York. Sorry about that weather and that snow. You get used to it eventually. We wish you the best of luck the rest of the way, and thank you so much for your time here today and joining us on the Syracuse Sports Podcast. All right, thank you. I just hope everyone can come out to our game on Sunday. You know, it's going to be a good one. Um, But, yeah, thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to the Syracuse Sports Podcast. Make sure to subscribe in iTunes. Look for us on Apple Podcasts. To get the latest delivered right to your phone, iPad, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Brent Adams. We'll talk to you next time.